0: Yitches, Parsha Chuk Gimel, a Summary of the sikhah. Our sages tell us that the uh, what's mentioned in this week's Parsha that the Be'er, the the water that the Yidna had throughout their travel in the desert, was in the honor of Miriam, in the merit of Miriam, and therefore when she passed away, we find the pasuk in this week's Parsha. There was no water for the people. And then when, the, uh, when Aram passed away, the Ananiyakavid were in his merit and there, therefore the clouds of glory left when Aram passed away. Still, the Be'er was available even after Miriam passed away. They still had water to drink. As well as the Ananim, they also came back because they came back in the merit of Moshe Rabbeinu. That's what the Chazal tell us. And it seems that Rashi also agrees with this, even though not always does Rashi tell us every medrash, and it, not every medrash fits into the Pshudoshul Mikra, but in this case it seems that Rashi seems to agree with that, or or see it as Pshudoshul Mikra, because he says on the Pasuk, in our parsha V'lo Rashi tells us from here, we, it tells us that from here we know that for the 40 years that the Be'er was there, it was in honor of Miriam and then later when it says, Vayishma knani that uh, and they went to war against the Yidin, it says they heard that Aaron passed away and that the clouds of glory went away. So they thought that it was okay to go to war against the Yidin. And then later, when Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, Kisham uh, by the uh, Steymoyev, over there, Moshe passed away, and that's where the Be'er Taka stopped. So we see that Rashi seems to adopt this teaching also in rega- in, in, within P'shudosh mikra, So Rashi only mentions it in regards to the water, but it would stand to reason that if the water came back in of Mesha then the clouds also came back in of HaMesha. However, that leaves a big question, because in regards to the water coming back, we find clearly, spelled out in the Torah, that Shem told Moshe Rebbe to go, hit the, go speak to the rock, and the water came back as a result of that. But it doesn't say anywhere in the Torah how or why or when the Ananiyak Kavit came back there's no mention of that at all also what, what happened when Miriam passed away and there was no longer any water the Yidin gathered around Moshe and they began to complain where is the water we need water we're going to die so Hashem brought back the water when the, the clouds went away which brought them all this protection why didn't the Yidin complain we don't find anything in the passage that they complained where is the clouds we need the clouds back so perhaps we could answer that the reason that they didn't complain about the clouds and they didn't return was because there was no need for them anymore. What was the function of the clouds? First of all, to protect them from the heat of the sun. Number two, they it uh, laundered their clothing. It guided them in their travels through the, the through the desert. And it also smoothed the uh, the road for them, you know, the, there was no bumps in the, to, 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 it flattened all the mountains and it, if there was valleys, it brought up the road so that they could travel easily and also it killed the snakes and the scorpions so those were the four things that it did but since when Aaron passed away, the Eden were already close to, they were already on the other side at, out of the, uh, at the edge of the desert close to uh, Eretz already or at least close to where others lived, where there was already places, cities, and towns, and so where people lived. So therefore, first of all, people the fact that people lived there means it wasn't in the middle of the desert, it wasn't as hot as in the middle of the desert. So they didn't need any more the protection of the clouds. As well, it was already late in the season, Aaron passed away, and the Gemara tells us that on the... Uh, uh, that on the 15th of Av, the, the strength, the intensity of the sun starts getting weaker. And even though Rashi already told us that Chaim, the heat, the season of heat uh, back in Parashinoyach, means the season from the 15th of Av to the 15th of Tishrei. But over there he explains that it means because the earth has absorbed heat over the summer and it begins to release that heat, that's why it's very hot at that time. But the intensity of the sun gets weaker from the 15th of and therefore, when the Eden were protected by the clouds, so the sun did not beat down on the areas where they lived, and therefore there would be no heat coming up from the sun. So therefore, that's a time, the 15th above is already a time when it's weaker. And, and uh, so in other words, two weeks after Aaron passed away, things would be easing up already, so there would be no need for the clouds to protect them from the sun. Also, they didn't need to their clothing laundered anymore because they were close to where people lived and they could have bought uh, clothing that, uh, from there. There was not such a need for the for the to be shown the way because they were already where people lived. So there were roads and they could follow the roads. It wasn't such a great need. And also, the snakes and scorpions where people live it isn't such a big problem. So perhaps we could say that there was no need for the clouds of glory. That's why they didn't return, or they didn't complain. But the truth is that we have to say that the clouds came back and were there even after Aaron passed away because when we talk about the clouds showing them where to go, it doesn't mean once you have roads you don't need to be shown. We have roads and we still need a GPS to show us where to go. And the clouds were there to tell the Yidden when to travel, when to stop, where they're going to go, what's the next stop, which direction to go. That was still needed. There were still a few stops that the Eden were making before they were going to get to, to, to where they go into Israel. In fact, after Aaron passed away, they went back seven stops. And so they had to travel backwards and then forward. So they certainly didn't need to be shown the way. As well, the clouds protected them from the wars that the, uh, that the nations around them were trying to go at them. And so the, when they got into the area close where the people lived, they needed protection from that too. In fact, we find a reference in Rashi that the clouds were still there because when the um, Eden sinned with the Midianites and they had to identify who were the actual sinners and those would be that uh, Hashem told Moshe to kill those people, so how did they identify it? it says, Rashi says the cloud peeled back and the sun shone down like a spotlight on that person. So we see clearly that there was clouds there. The clouds were still there. So we're back to the question, why don't we find anywhere how the clouds came back? Or why they didn't, didn't complain when the clouds were gone? So we'll understand this by focusing on a detail in Rashi. Sometimes Rashi identifies the clouds as Ananiya clouds of glory. Sometimes he refers to them simply as clouds. And you know we find a number of places either way. So why is there a difference? Is there a difference between clouds of glory and just regular clouds? That he identifies it some, sometimes this way, sometimes that way. So perhaps there ever we can explain that there is a difference. Anania Kavit means that the whole purpose of this cloud is just to show the glory of the Yidden. It has no practical function. It's just there to escort them, uh, you know, with... Uh, with the bells on, you know, with the sirens on. Like you have sometimes a an honor entourage and it doesn't have any real function. It's just there to show glory. That's anir Then there is anonym which are there to provide a function, protect them from the heat, kill the snakes, show the way, launder the clothing. Those are called anonym. Those are clouds. Those are not clouds of glory because they have a they provide an essential need. They have a functional need but they're not clouds of glory. And we talk it fine. If you look, you see that we're talked about Amalek. That he, he said to, to, he said, go out of the, say, go out and wage war against Amalek. So it says, Rashi says, go out of the cloud. It doesn't say an Akavit, because the protection of the cloud was just a cloud, not Anani covet where it says that what they, the Mitzriam was shooting arrows and the cloud absorbed them. It doesn't say Anani akabba. That's a functional thing. Hairahar that the, the clouds would flatten the, the things. It says the clouds. It doesn't say the clouds of glory. What we said before about the sun, it, the cloud peeled back and the sun shone down on the sinners. Again it says Ha'anon, not uh, the clouds of glory. But when we talk about the clouds that left when Aaron passed away, there it says Anani HaKovid. In other words, that there was the clouds that were functional remained. Only the Anani HaKovid they left when Aaron passed away. And those clouds, Taka didn't return. Those clouds did not return. Only the functional clouds remained afterwards. Which explains a question that the Mizrahi asks. He asks an interesting question. Since the clouds were six on six sides, all four sides and top and bottom, and the sukkah is there to commemorate the clouds, why is it that the sukkah doesn't have to be six walls, or at least four full walls, it's just two and a half walls, and that's enough. If it's representing the clouds, why shouldn't it be six? And there Rebbe says, we can even add to that question, since there were actually seven clouds, because it was done, one that traveled af- ahead of them, why shouldn't there be seven walls? And the answer is, it represents the sukkah represents the clouds of glory, not the clouds of that, that functioned, and therefore there's no way to know how many clouds of glory there were. Sometimes it would have changed also when you're traveling in a certain place you don't need protection on the north side only on the south side so then the one that's traveling on the north is just a cloud of glory so there's no number associated with the clouds of glory and therefore the number of walls has nothing to do with the number of clouds which also explains why Rashi says that when Aram passed away by Yishma Knani the Knani heard Rashi explains they saw that the Nistalku anane are covered the Ananiya covered went away. So they thought there was now permission, Rishus, to go to war against the Eden. Why does he say permission to go again to war against the Eden? It should say that it was now a possibility. Till now they were surrounded by the clouds. They couldn't get to them. Now it was open season. They were able to go. Why does he say Rishus? The answer is they didn't, the, the, the clouds that protected them didn't leave the clouds of glory left. So they thought that this was an indication that Hashem was no longer going to protect them in the same way. So therefore, they jumped into it impulsively without thinking, but they're still protected by the clouds. It was impulsive. They were the Amalekim, it says. So therefore, the Amalekim do impulsive things. They, they do things which they end up getting burnt. But they saw some indication and that's why Rashi says Rashus. One question remains, which is that in regards to the laundering of the clothing, it says Ananiya covered would launder their clothing. Why does it say that's a functional thing? The rabbi answers that this was, the the laundering of the clothing is not an essential need. Because even if it didn't launder the clothing, the Yidin could have laundered their own clothing. There was water, there was uh, things to clean it, the... Uh, so therefore, they did. that was also a function of the Anani HaKovit. That was not an essential need. They could have done their laundry, but Hashem said, no, I love them so much, my clouds of glory will also do this minor task that they could have done on their own, but out of my love for them, I, the clouds will do that. And that's why it is a function of Anani HaKovit. But you can still ask the question, since we're told that the, the Be'er Shomir Yom came back, uh, in Schusse so why didn't the Annone covet Now we're saying that the Ananiya never came back. Why not in the Schusse Moshe did the, the come back? not come back? There are the answers because when they came back through Moshe, it was not simply, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu was good enough, we'll bring it back for them. Moshe Rabbeinu was the, the shepherd of the Eden. Whatever need they have, he will take care of. So he took care of whatever was needed. Ananiyakabot is not a real need and therefore there was no need for Moshe Rabbeinu to bring it back which gives us a lesson that Rebbe says about the Nesir Yisrael the things that they continue to do I missed one part so Moshe Rabbeinu brought back the water which was an essential need and eventually after Moshe Rabbeinu passed away it also stopped but why? because there was no longer a need for water when did Moshe Rabbeinu pass? they were right by the Jordan River there was no need for water anymore So we see that whatever Moshe Rabbeinu provided was provided in such a way that it should be there as long as they need it. The the man stopped coming down when Moshe Rabbeinu passed away on Zion other, but they had enough man that lasted them till Tezionisan, more than a month it lasted them, because Moshe Rabbeinu provides in a way that whenever you need it, it'll be there. And the Rebbe says there's a lesson from this, for that even after a Nasi passes away, he still continues to provide the needs of everything that the people need. And not just from above. You know he watches from above. Everything that he did when he was here. Was provided in such a way. That it should continue to provide. Whatever we need. And that's the connection to yud thomas That the Friedrich Rebbe. Because of his redempt- release from prison. That allowed him also to continue. To provide the needs of the people in Russia. And that He provided in such a way that even three generations later, which was the time that the Rebbe spoke to Sicha, there are people still benefiting from that work that was done by the Friedeke Rebbe, and even people that had lost touch with Yiddishkeit are finding their way back to Yiddishkeit as a result of this work. It's happening now, not just that he's watching from above. The work that he did continues forever and ever.